Shalom Rocha. I'd love to share with you some ideas that I think are so vital for us at this juncture in time. Kral Yisrael is in a tremendous tzara. It's not me who's saying this. This is all the Gedolim that are saying. Kral Yisrael is in tzaras. We need the tremendous help from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But Hashem wants us to do something about the situation we're in. It's not fair that He does it all. We have to do something. What does Hashem want from us? And that's the question that many people spend a lot of time trying to figure it out. And really, deep down, it's for each and every one of us to try to figure it out. The Baruch Hu did put some general general things out there, feelers out there, that we can actually figure it out a little easier. There's certain things that maybe, maybe we don't need the big Rabbanim tell us what we have to do. But a lot of times the Rabbanim give us a guideline. And that guideline, I'd like to share something. And I think it has to do with Shovim. Shovim is this period of time where we find ourselves in. And in leap year, it's also Trumatit Tzavah. There's a Mahalach of Shovim. It describes the weeks of Shovim, describes Shmos Ve'erah Bo Bashalach Yisrael Mishpatim and Trumatitzavah. In the regular year of Shmos Ve'erah, we were slaves in Egypt. And Akash Baruch Hu says, I'm going to save you. And he saves us with the Makas. And then we have Bo and Bashalach, where we leave in Shrine. Kriyas Yamsuf, unbelievable Nisim and Niflos. And then, Parshas Yisrael, we get the Torah. Amazing. Coming from slaves to becoming B'nai Chorim because we have the Torah. We think that's the ultimate. Dayenu. Nah. Parshas Mishpatim. Parshas Mishpatim, the vast majority is about halachas of Ben Adam Lechaveru. Ben Adam Lechaveru. Because it doesn't end that you are connected with Kosh Baruch Hu. You're Ben Torah. It's how do you treat each other. Beautiful, amazing. Ah, but do you know what that is? That's a gullus mentality. The Torah was given in Chutzlaret. You can learn Torah in Chutzlaret. You can do everything in Chutzlaret. But if a Kosh Baruch Hu doesn't have his home, if he doesn't have his, you want to call it the, the Oyamayad, you want to call it the Mishkan, if he doesn't have a base of Mikdash, he doesn't have a place to dwell, then we're missing the point. Because our whole process of going through slavery and being redeemed and coming to Torah and coming to Achtas has to be ultimately to, to be unified with the Kosh Baruch Hu. And Kosh Baruch Hu has a taiva. He wants a dwelling place in this world. That's Hashem's taiva. To have a dear batachtani, to have a base of mikdash, a mishkan, a place that he can meet up with Kral Yisrael. And this is really where we're holding now. Truman Tzavah, this week's parshas, the, the mishkan, the weekday Kohen Gadol, and even the Mizbech HaZahav. This is this week's parsha. This is where it culminates in. Do we care about Hashem and Hashem's house? What does this have to do with Shovavim, Rabbi? Let me explain. 
the Tikkun of Shalom are for people who never may have lost sparks of holiness, their potential for life, the potential for even Geulah may have been lost. So what do we do? We do these Tikkunim, people fast, people do all kinds of Sigufim, giving tzedakah, amazing. But the Svarim HaKadoshim actually say that there is a special kavana a person should have when they say, And if a person has these kavanas, it has the power to extract all these lost souls that were captured by the negative forces and we could redeem it and take it back to us. That's the power of the bracha of Tukab Many tzaddikim are telling people also to have kavana and matir asurim and the bracha and every time you say shmanasa, you say matir asurim. Just think what it means to be a captive. Think what it means to be a hostage. Think about it for a second and beg Hashem to end that captivity. Free the hostages. And free the neshamas that we may have cast into the forces of the dark that hold that holiness that really should have been ours. But there's another level. And that level is to think about a Kodesh Baruch Hu. Because of our veils, a Kodesh Baruch Hu is in exile. He doesn't have a home. He is also Kaviyocho at the, at the mercy of the negative forces in the world. Till we do tshuva, that means the negative forces are ruling over us and that's preventing Hashem from dwelling in His house. Part of what we need to do is think about Kosh Baruch Hu's Tsar, the Tsar Shechina. Yes, we all have Tsar, but all those Tsars and all those pleasures in the world, everything is to give us a connection. How is Hashem? How is my relationship with Hashem? Do I care? Do I care about another Yid? Do I care about Hashem? Do I care about myself? And these are the questions that we must ask ourselves and think, what can I do? What can I do to stop my life and going through the, the world? Even if I go to shul every day, three times a day, and I daven, and maybe even I daven with kavona, but sometimes it's still an autopilot. I know myself, this very same kavana of Tukabashoifa how many times, because of all of these other things that are weighing on our heads, I find myself running through and all of a sudden I have to stop myself. Oh, I almost forgot. Nowadays it's been four months, more than four months. People have been in exile for more than four months. And people are complaining, you're still saying to him after davening? Of course, you're still saying to him, what do you mean? How can we, how can you complain about that? What, what kind of mysterious nefesh are we, can't, can't we do? We can't go and fight from where we are. We don't have the knowledge, we don't have the power, we don't have the tools. But we have to remember who's in charge. It's a Kajabur, who's in charge. If we want him, and we want him to free them, then we got to do something about it. Part of that might be to think about what Hashem wants from us. 
Why is this happening? And do I think about Hashem's Tsar? And am I asking Hashem to end his own Tsar? These are all tools, all tools that we can get ourselves to be in the frame of mind to receive the messages from Hashem and to utilize them to become a powerful force of bringing redemption. Now, a lot of people would fast during these days of Shogun. They would fast. There's some big tzaddikim that fast all six days from Moses Shabbos to Erev Shabbos to Kiddush Friday night. But Aravoda doesn't end when on Friday Shogun. Some people here in so Thursday, they think Shogun was en- ended because it's Purim Katan. But Shogun, the epitome of each week of Shogun is on the Shabbos. And nobody fasts on Shabbos. You shouldn't fast on Shabbos. You're not supposed to. If you do fast on Shabbos, if you have a bad dream, then you have to fast another day during the week to make up for fasting on Shabbos. So obviously, the greatest tikkun of Shogun is actually on Shabbos itself. Well, what can we do on Shabbos to make a tikkun Shogun? And this is where it comes in like a little counterintuitive. It's to make Shabbos great again. Sorry about that. Make Shabbos amazing. Make Shabbos beautiful. Make it Shabbos Hayom Hashem. Dedicate my day to Hashem. But not just dedicate my day to Hashem, abandon the family and go to shul all day long. No. Go to shul, daven, come home. Have a beautiful meal. Be the actors. Care about each other. Maybe invite a guest. Make sure you compliment each other. Make sure you're thinking about the other person and try to share the goodness that Hashem has given you. This is called Oneg Shabbos. Oneg Shabbos is so powerful. There's two Loshonos of the Gemara called the Ma'anegis Shabbos. Anybody who beautifies Shabbos is given an inheritance with no end. Another Chazal is called the given his heart's desire. It's a powerful thing, Shabbos. But not only that, Shabbos, even the person that had done Avodah Zarah, but he decides he's keeping Shabbos, then Mochalal is Averis. What's that power of Shabbos? Shabbos is to return. The Lashon of Shuv, Shab. Shabbos is getting back to connect to our root, and our root is a Baruch Hu. And therefore, in Truman and Parsha Tetzapha, we're reading about the final clear the base of Mikdash and these Be'ach and Nechoshas, uh, Azov, where they offer the Ketoros. What's the Ketoros about? The Lashon of Ketoros is Aramaic for Kesher, of being bound to Baruch Hu. And the Kohen, the Big Day Kahuna, this week's word is the Kohen's job is to connect us with the Kosh Baruch Hu. And this is the Shabbos that we have the ability to do this. Kosh Baruch Hu should bless us. And we should all take this time to make this Shabbos special. Think about a Kosh Baruch Hu. Think about each other. 
Bezashem, we think about ourselves. Akash Baruch Hu will hopefully hear our cries. And we'll send out the special nusach of this tefillah that you can stay in the Kaaba Shoifar. Bezashem, people will make the little efforts to daven, a few more minutes to ask Hashem, a few minutes to connect to Hashem. Shabbos, the day for Hashem, the day not of abstention, but of involvement in seeing the beauty, seeing the sparks of holiness in the Kashmir's. That's the ultimate. Then doing tshuva out of Ava to overturn all the veras into mitzvahs. Have Ava Hashem with learning and davening on Shabbos and enjoying the beautiful foods of Shabbos. The only Shabbos is time together with your family and friends, and utilize that to be Kaddish and Shemayim. And each person will make his own Neshama, and there's Bilvavi Mishkan Eretz, and Hashem will dwell in each and every one of us. And then during the Beis Amigdash, we'll all be together soon.